0: Welcome to Drunk On Comics Podcast, episode 410. Uh, We're coming live from multiple studios. We are all set up uh, Skype meeting uh, this week and probably for the foreseeable future. Um, We do plan on bringing you uh, content uh, every week to get you through being uh, quarantined. If for some reason we somehow maybe do put this up online of our video... uh, Just watch Charles' everything he's done throughout this whole thing. (laughs) But uh, in all seriousness, uh, we start off this show talking about the events that are going on right now in the world and mainly in the United States um, and pretty much telling people to take it seriously. Now, if you are one of those people that kind of know most all this, I do still think that it's never hurtful to reiterate the same talking points that most people are doing but you can fast forward to about the 25 minute mark where we get into some comic books talking about diseases outbreaks mostly zombies we got into some movies and everything that we thought uh, would be good to watch during this all no one else wanted to say what we talked about Oh, I'm
1: sorry were we supposed to share (laughs) I could have just fucking did this whole thing
0: by myself then
1: (laughs) Well, I asked you if you wanted to do that, and you said,
2: no. Uh, I was in attendance. <laughs> so I, I, I showed up.
1: We talked about uh, some, pla- some things you can do for free from your home, comic books you can get for free, and all kinds of other stuff to keep you busy and, and not you know going insane in this isolation.
2: Yes. Covered <laughs> a wide range, though. Comics, we got movies, we got uh, news, we got Games. Uh, Especially now, you need more media intake than ever before when so many of us are unemployed or working from home, and I work from home, and so I don't actually work because uh, all my video games are at home, so I'm distracted. (laughs) Good thing your uh, company isn't listening to this podcast. None of
0: them
3: would listen to this. (laughs) They're too busy (laughs) with their families. Those terribly nice guys, those wonderful people. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Yes, but uh, once again, uh, everyone stay safe. Um, But like I said, uh, we talked a lot about viruses in this one, and uh, that might be some talking points that we're going to have in the coming weeks, but uh, Drunk on Comics will still be around, uh, bringing you the news and everything uh, that you expect from us. So sit back, uh, grab something to hydrate yourself, and enjoy Drunk on Comics podcast, episode 410. COVID-19, viruses and comics.
2: I kept my arm, my pip hand strong. My
3: strong
0: stronger because of it. <laughs> I just want, uh, do you guys remember last year when the worst thing was the Game of Thrones finale?
1: Yeah, uh, you haven't fucking shut up about it yet.
0: <laughs> well, I just want to remind everyone the situation we're in right now is much worse. Now, granted, no one is really going back when they're staying at home binge watching stuff, watching Game of Thrones, but. Hey, it's there for people if they want to suffer twice in one week. I guess. Yeah, but Westworld
1: started, so we'll
3: watch
0: that. What was that, Charles?
3: Remember when everybody pissed themselves when they heard that Ben Affleck was going to be Batman?
0: Oh, there's a lot of yeah. But I mean, this
3: world problems. So many (laughs) stupid things we don't have to worry about. I mean, we shouldn't be worrying about. Here we are stuck in not hanging out together because of this bullshit virus.
1: I know. We found a way. Yeah, it's
3: a... yeah, it's because of the virus. I'm not hanging out with
2: anybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I'm glad that we are able to virtual um, hang out and record. The yeah, podcast. I
3: was
2: thinking like the uh, Spanish flu, which is one of the big ones compared to this. Uh, that's like the 1920s, uh, late 1910s. And they definitely didn't have any technology like this. So it was literally quarantine yourself to your home and never see anybody you care about Bring for out months. your dad.
0: Bring out your dad. Yeah. I'm not
2: there.
0: Well, that's a, one of the big things that, uh, I mean, I'm grateful for, besides just us recording this now, we've had movie nights with some of our friends, being able to watch the same thing and type the chat a bit. And that's been... Forgiven some of the socialness, um, I don't know, been a godsend. I don't know what I'd do without video games and digital comic books to read because, well, yeah, not having technology would have definitely sucked then. Oh, yeah. And one of the big things that uh, I don't, I mean, this is true, but I don't know how if it's just always going to recur every 100 years, but around the, the 1820s, there was a giant virus. And then the 1920s. It's really big, Yes, yeah, a very big the, one. Are you
1: just gonna say giant virus? or Are you just gonna be like it was the Black Plague? I mean. <laughs> well, the
0: 1820 wasn't the Black Plague. Uh, I forget which one that was. Then we got the cholera. Spi- was it?
2: It was cholera outbreak. Because okay. Was the pandemic then. That...
0: And then now we have this one. And for let's just kind of you know dispel some myths for everyone that's saying it's not a big deal it's a really big deal and we don't want to get all preachy on everything that you need to be doing but you really need to be doing everything that the experts are saying washing hands you know co- like covering your mouth when you sneeze sneeze into your elbow do you guys
1: have, do you guys have a washing your hands song <laughs>
2: uh
0: I,
1: song. <laughs>
2: uh, i just count to 20 i'm lame <laughs>
3: One, two, <laughs> three, yeah. I sing "Stay Alive." The, what's the "Wash Your Hands" song?
1: It's it's just any song that you use to like. Mine is the very beginning of uh, "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time" from Britney Spears because it's twenty seconds long. Does, so I don't like remember how these... that goes.
0: Can you? How does that go? Nope,
1: not gonna. Not gonna do <laughs> that. Twenty seconds long. Nobody oh, that wants just the beginning of it. How was I supposed to know? Like, uh, bacon pancakes from Adventure Time. That song.
0: Oh yeah. That's twenty
1: seconds long, apparently. <laughs> well, so you could sing the bacon pancakes song.
3: Well, besides just like when people have to do like CPR or you know chest compressions, what? they have that beat from "Staying Alive" going on in their head because it's like yes. supposed to be the good. That's the beat to use. Exactly. <laughs> Please well, stay alive. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a more interesting um, hand-washing song, like, washing my hands, washing my hands. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
1: that little soap, getting it done. I <laughs> think I know, there's uh, a market for that right now. <laughs> you,
0: do you have to make the voice, too?
1: There, there are people who did
2: write some washing hands songs. I haven't listened to any of them, but... Oh, my gosh. Uh, should... Other countries are definitely doing it, too. They've got like uh, popular cartoon characters have been animated. To teach kids how to wash their hands and how long they should do it. So they sing some song. And um, I will say, you know, once this is all over, I'm sure we'll go back to normal. But hopefully, just general diseases go down because we are used to washing our hands so often. So we get the flu a lot less often and colds and all that jazz. Let's be real. I'm not going to stop. Re- the stop next real formats,
0: con, but... we're going to have the same people that don't wear deodorant or wash their hands. <laughs> I mean, not not to like stereotype a whole grouping of people, but there's a reason why that stereotype is actually a fact
2: and true. Well, deodorant doesn't prevent you from getting COVID, Tony, so it's not necessary.
0: But that's the simplest of things you can do. So if you're not even doing that, (laughs) you know it's going to spread far and wide at at Comic Cons, which is one of the biggest things, too stay inside and that's the thing that i don't think people are taking as seriously sure people are washing their hands more that is great and excellent but those same people that are washing their hands that's a greater you know circle than the actual ones that are staying inside as much as possible i know there's people that still need to go to work but right when you're done with work wash your hands go home and quarantine yourself like stay inside one of the reasons why we're doing this over the internet right now is because we still wanted to throw something out there. But at the same point, don't even take those chances. You don't know where your friends um, have been at if they've. Well, we
1: don't know where you've been, Tony. I have no idea where he's been.
0: <laughs> I've been sitting my ass on the couch playing Breath of the Wild. You know that, Anthony. But again, <laughs> you know, I. Some people wanted to meet in person to record, and you know. There's a really smart person that will be nameless who said we really shouldn't, and uh, that person.
1: Charles.
3: I
0: I, I wouldn't say <laughs> his me. name. <laughs>
3: he was like, he, Tony was like, I don't know if that's a good idea, us not getting together. And then he was like, Oh shit, that boy's right all the time. <laughs> and he repeated it to himself all the time. <laughs>
2: I think the biggest thing everyone should remember is, and we talked about this a little bit beforehand, of one, staying apolitical. You know, this isn't a good political time um, or time to be talking about stuff politically. Uh, don't listen to politicians, uh, yeah. regardless side, They uh, are unfortunately, on you know, everywhere they are taking advantage of this for political gain in some ways. Uh, look at the CDC.gov website. That's where you should be getting your information from. Uh, Like you were saying, Tony, staying inside. And you can go outside. You can get some sunshine, get some fresh air, go for a walk or a bike ride. You know, you can do all of the outside activities you want. Don't go to playgrounds because other people Mm. go to playgrounds. I mean, don't go
1: to playgrounds as a single adult as a rule. I mean, (laughs) don't
2: judge me (laughs) for my weekend activities. But...
0: (laughs) Uh,
2: yeah, definitely don't be going to other people's houses, even if you both feel okay, because it, you know, if I only say if I say, oh, I'm only hanging out with my two friends, well, one of those two friends is only hanging out with their two friends, and they go to somebody else's house, and you don't know that you have it potentially for weeks, so you could be infecting your get yourself infected, other people, it just kind of spreads out. So uh, and at this point, it, it's only it it for a month. tested right now, can you? Uh, not easily. Not, not unless um, you're rich. You need to be yes. You need to be famous. Uh, you need to be famous enough that someone will write a news article about you po- testing positive or negative.
3: Okay. All right. So bank heist. Anybody? <laughs> fail, <we'll get> tested. <laughs> no, you just wear your
0: mask into the bank and say it's to you know prevent the the virus. You know, S- safety I mean, measure. You're not yeah,
3: yeah. In the heist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, but why do you have
2: pantyhose on your head? To prevent the virus. I just said that.
0: Um, one of the one of the things I will say for at least here in the U.S. I know different uh, countries. Everyone is dealing with this. Even the countries that don't think they are dealing with this. Uh, some of them are going in lockdown. Even the ones that don't have any cases. You each have your experts. Again, experts, not politicians. I know here in the U.S. at least. Um, I'm going to butcher his last name. Dr. Uh, Fauci, I believe. Anthony Fauci. He's uh, been on the. He's another Anthony, so he can be in our uh, yeah. Anthony club. <laughs> uh, he's uh, been one of the biggest experts um, at all the press conferences. He's the one to listen to. So whatever anyone else bring him live says. On the show? Oh, yes. I, I have his number. Um, He's just been busy right now. Oh,
1: it's not working. Huh. From Anthony to Anthony. <laughs> do
0: you know how hard it was he to get you guys up, on Skype? Us.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of our
3: Anthonys combined. <laughs> it's an orgy.
0: <laughs> now, um, I do want a quick uh, as of right now, world cases uh, 3, 322,315 from uh, one of the places that I'm getting the things. Uh, deaths are at thirteen thousand seven hundred thirty-eight. Recovered ninety-six uh, thousand. Now, this things that you need to look at at numbers too. You really need to dig into what is being said and what's being represented, because a lot of people again say.
1: I'm sorry. Wait, wait. 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 Yeah. Wait, yeah. Wait, let's wait, go wait. back. Represented? <laughs> 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 what was that Representative.
0: Represented? <laughs> Representative. Represented. <laughs> what is that i'm gonna end this call uh so what's been represented is the deaths is what people are mostly looking at what they're not realizing though is even the people that have recovered are going to have lifelong problems their lung functions um are you know 20 to 30 percent less of what a normal person would have so Again, when people keep making this assumption this is the same as the flu, it is not because, one, how much contagious this is than the flu, and two, yes, flu death at the point of a whole year had more deaths. This will probably rise above that, in which case then it's a moot point to really talk about it anymore. But at the same point, two, people with the flu either recovered and recovered or they died so it was not really some in-between stuff that we're really not even talking about
1: well not to mention base uh immunizations for the flu are available we have antibodies to fight against the normal influenza this is not something that humans have you know antibodies for you get it you get it there's nothing in your system to fight it
2: for those who don't know, uh, the difference between the f- normal flu and this, in this, it's specifically why it's called the novel coronavirus. You may have heard that term. So novel viruses he's, he's a mean now? that they don't. <laughs> I wish that's all it was. Uh, but that means it started in not a human. So we all know, like the the if you're an internet purveyor, you've heard bat soup and things like that, where it started out in either the bat or the pangolin or a combination um, in the wet markets in China. But basically, because the virus is not a human-based virus, it comes from another animal and it just mutated in a way that it can then infect and, uh, I guess, reproduce um, within a human body. Like uh, Lindsay was saying, we don't have base antibodies. Even though you still get sick from the flu, you're being sick from the flu is you fighting it. That is your body reacting to the flu. The problem with this coronavirus is that your body will not react to it. It will just suffer from it. And hopefully your body can then build up antibodies from there. But you you have no head start like you do with the normal flu. So you're not going to feel good. You know, a lot of people, there's uh, – I forget what they call him. I think they called him, like, uh, Miami Brad or whatever. It was the guy who was videotaped being like, I don't care if I get Corona. I'm just here to party because he's on, at Miami yeah. Beach spring break. Okay. And he's like, "It's you know, Corona can bring it on and whatever. He's being a real tough guy. Uh, even though he's 22 years old and he's super healthy and fit, that does not mean that his lungs aren't going to get torn to shreds by this. It's very – unique and all of our information this is a brand new virus so it's not like we have years and years of statistics to say oh yeah it's definitely only going to be this percent that get sick and blah 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 we could all get sick many of us who young and healthy could die from it still um so just yeah be safe
0: well that's another thing too with numbers each day that the new numbers come out those are all numbers that were already infected we're always like on a, a one week delay time scale for when people are showing the symptoms, when they're going into the hospital and death. And one of the big reasons why national quarantines are what most countries should be doing is because anyone could be infected right now and you don't know, but they might not show those symptoms for at least a week to two weeks. And until that person is actually in their house and only in their house, they could be affecting every single person that they meet. So one of the big things to do, again, social distancing is the greatest key. But even if we started that now, there are still exponentially amount of people that that person could have been in contact with that will then show up later. And that comes with more testing, which unfortunately we don't have that right now. There is an FDA approved test that uh, I just saw went through. Now how many tests they have of it, I don't know, but it can get results back in 15 minutes and that is a great breakthrough in trying to prevent mm-hmm. any bigger outbreaks because we are on America's on the same scale if not more than Italy and the UK uh as well seeing some of their numbers they're right on there now they're already like a week and a half ahead of everyone else so if we're going that same trajectory we're going to have a lot more deaths we're going to have a lot more people infected we're just not a week ahead of them as well so Take the numbers for what they are, kind of sobering fact of this is real. And try to make the best of the situation as you can right now. um, And just don't infect other people. Now, Linz, I know you said you didn't have it, but you were deathly (laughs) sick the other day, which makes me think you had it.
1: No, no, no. No. I went to the doctor. My doctor said I was fine um <laughs> no i had a fever for like a week it was terrible i hated it um but that's that was my only symptom literally my only symptom but did they fear. actually test I had you no respiratory distress of any kind okay. whatsoever
0: so one of so what,
1: just a, a fever of unknown origin one
0: that's of the things it. that i've been hearing a lot more people of saying now granted you can't ever know but again you could have mild symptoms and there's been plenty of people saying like a month ago or so yeah i had this really bad cough and i was really feeling sick and you can't really chalk that up to saying you had this virus but at the same point you never know if you didn't get tested and then you um got better then could you have infected some people had you had it and not quarantined yourself so I know, Anthony, you've uh, dealt with some stuff, maybe, if you want to (laughs) share. Yes.
2: (laughs) So, um, my office, this would be uh, not Fridays and two days ago, but one week before that, uh, my office was actually closed. So, they closed from Friday that day until, to be decided, they've obviously yet to open. Um, I work in just like a standard office, so at mo- pretty much everyone in the office can work from home, so it wasn't a big deal there. But the reason they closed down when they did, which was a little bit sooner than everybody else, is that we had somebody on Tuesday of that week, Monday and Tuesday, they were in the office, and it became known about Friday that they may have been infected with coronavirus. So the idea being that they were in the office, um, things like that, you know, we're all sharing the same refrigerators. We're sharing the same sinks. Um, there's two doors to leave the office towards the bathroom side. So everybody goes through those two doors to get to the bathrooms. Um, so the idea was that because of that person being in the office, it is best for me to be completely quarantined for two weeks from the last time <coughs> or last day that I was in a space where um, somebody else could have infected me because that's kind of the happy window of when you'll get symptoms if you have it. So if it's been two weeks since you've last been potentially exposed, you don't get symptoms, you're pretty much in the clear there. Uh, now you should still be doing social distancing after that, but I've been in self-isolation since then. Um, I also found that it got, instead of ending on Tuesday in two days, it now goes till Thursday Because I found out that there was somebody else in the office who was there on Thursday, which I I was also there, who does have it. And so this one's actually confirmed. So now my quarantine has been extended an extra two days. And so I cannot see people until Thursday, well, Friday, really, to guarantee that I don't have symptoms. Um, But then at that point, it's still social distancing. So I can hang out with people, not in a house. That's, you know, that's not the social distancing, that's not what counts, but if we want to go outside and go for a walk together, then that's fine at that point, but.
1: Six feet apart, of course.
2: Yes, six feet apart. If they get any closer. So you on should it...
1: walk behind them, six feet behind, and just look really creepy the whole time. Well... <laughs> like,
2: what are you doing? <laughs> social distancing. That's the new excuse for me creeping on people, be like, oh, sorry, it's just social distancing. <laughs> I don't know if you guys Behind know, the street.
3: The, uh, the, I work at a restaurant, right? Yeah. And well, all the restaurants have been just shut down unless they're, what, fast food or something, or they do Uber delivery services or something. Yep. So I've been sitting at home since uh, Monday, just nothing to do, you know, um, filed it for unemployment, you know, uh, as being laid off. Um, With a special, there's, like, a special thing that goes with the unemployment, though, because it's, like, it's special. Like, you don't have to keep on looking for work. You just get the unemployment until it's, all of this like blows over. And yeah. you actually don't even have to prove it now. Either, yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Yep. You'll
2: basically, after this is all done, then they'll go back, and then you'll prove it, mm-hmm. and then maybe all money if you were lying or whatever. So, oh. um, <laughs> is that all? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you pay back the money, I doubt they'll have any issues. Yeah. Right. But yeah, uh, and then we're, we're going the direction. So, you know, everybody keep an eye out on your you know, local news stations to see what your local governor is saying or um, whatever. Your, even the mayor. I mean, uh, Grand Rapids was a little bit ahead of the state and shutting stuff down. Um, so, yeah, just keep an eye out uh, and an ear out for what's happening in your local area because you might show up to businesses that aren't even open. Um, I know Michigan's getting closer and closer to essential businesses only. We aren't quite there yet. So, like, Vault of Midnight downtown, I keep seeing on their Instagram, they're posting about how you can come pick up comics at the door. Basically, curbside pickup is the only way to get stuff. But if you want, you're welcome to call them. They actually uh, were giving board game advice for people who were coming to buy games through the phone (laughs) window, so they had an employee inside, and a customer outside, and they were talking over the phone while they looked at each other through a window uh, to discuss which kind of board games they might want to buy. <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of a close look. Um, and do uh, I think that's a good transition into comics. Well, comics for fun.
0: Oh, yeah. that's uh, so, what uh, For us, doing a podcast, as we say all the time, one of the benefits are free digital comic books. And... This week, we're kind of doing something different. Instead of doing the what came out this week, uh, we're going to talk more of comic books that have involved some way or another a virus outbreak, and that could be anything from vampires to zombies to um, plagues to anything, because there's a lot of different times. There aren't whole series usually about that, but, I mean, Marvel has done it. DC has done it at one sense or another. I mean, even recently with The Deceased, which has been amazing for dc for their kind of zombies and marvel zombies as well so charles let's have you uh kick it off with uh what you uh want to review this week
3: oh oh okay just go ahead put me on the spot
1: (laughs) (laughs) he can still be Um, a dick over skype
3: (laughs) 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 i thought about uh i thought about talking about the walking dead you know that, that was a pretty uh, pretty easy cop out though um and but then uh there's the, a the new movie coming out um the the Morbius movie Spider-Man uh, connected movie right from Sony probably I think yes I think oh yeah, yeah yeah Jared You've Leto yep uh so I decided to look look for like a newer sort of version of the origin of uh Morbius. And I don't think I was that successful, except for it just kind of, like, it makes a note of the origin, and then it keeps on going. And also, in the first uh, episode of the series, uh, let's see here, it's called Morbius the Living Vampire, and it's written by uh, Vita Ayala, and penciler, anchor, colorist, letterer. Marcelo Fiera, Roberto Hoggy. Uh, I like to destroy names. <laughs> One of the VCs, Clayton Cowles, whatever, he's a letterer. What's a letterer? You know what a letterer is?
1: Somebody who does the words in the comic book. Terms. Yeah,
3: they, they arrange the
2: words into the bubbles so that they, is they like like the, the text. Is this like the cabans
1: and the cracks? Like all the text. All the text. And the, the rips. The, <laughs> <laughs> the dialogue and,
3: you know. it's got a shit. font. The letterers got it. Yeah. Uh, There's only one font. (laughs) Comic (laughs) Sans.
0: Now there's Thoravetica.
3: Okay, so the story is, uh, if you don't know, Michael Morbius was born with a rare blood disorder. Um, Seeking a cure, he devotes his life to medicine and becomes a Nobel uh, Prize-winning researcher. Uh, As his efforts to find a cure proved fruitless, Morbius grew impatient, so he developed a new treatment using vampire bat DNA. <laughs> and electroshot therapy uh, with himself as the test subject. So the experiment was successful. Um, like he cured his virus, but it changed his genetics. Um, he gained the ability to fly, regenerate, uh, healing factor, right? Um, a unique hip- hypnotic stare. That's a weird thing to put in there. But in turn, he grew fangs, became weaker in sunlight, and walks around the earth with an unrelenting bloodlust as Morbius, the living vampire. Ooh.
1: You're all at the edge. You see. End of sentence. <laughs>
3: the end. Um, the first comic, like, there's this guy called like the uh, the Melter Man. It uh, doesn't really go into it very much, but like Morbius shows up at this warehouse, like mad at these dudes for probably working with genetics and stuff, just like he did. So he's like tearing him up. He doesn't kill anybody, um, but I think that he was uh, trying to get what they were working on to use for himself. So he, like, goes through, like, destroys all these, um, or messes all these people up, but doesn't kill them, and then goes back to his place with this, um, new compound or liquid or something that he wants to add to his own, uh, testing, his own experiments. Like, he takes it, and it almost works. It, like, it, it like, works really well for, like, a second, and he's like, wow, the hunger's gone. And then, um... <clears throat> It the cut cuts back to um, where all these guys are like in recovery. Oh man, what the hell was that shit, you know? And this one chick like shows up. She's like, "We have to kill Michael Morbius." Like out of nowhere. And then it cuts back to Morbius, and he's um, he's like, what, what do you call it? He's um, doubled over in like pain, and he's like thralling about whatever. And turns out that they made it even worse. And so like his his uh, his. Nails and his his feet get all grotesque, more grotesque than before, and his fangs get bigger, and his eyes get all red. He's like, and he's like, and he's, like he, he's way worse than he was before.
0: Wait, what, so. what was he like? That's the
3: what?
2: What was he like? What was he like? How did he do it? Do the do the thing again?
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> you guys can see me. Fuck off. <laughs> 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 they can't see me so what's the point of this <laughs> don't forget Charles, i'm recording yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so so i i'm i think it was an interesting one to, uh because of the series of i think um either four or five and then there's a volume two after this of the same people so i, I did think that was fun for a second it does bother me like a little bit that this morbius character always has this like same outfit all the time and it's like a it's like a Dracula looking. Um, what are those? Uh, what are those things called? The um, it's a collar. It's like a big collar, right? Oh yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. cholera. <laughs> <laughs> Charles. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got the big cape and stuff, and it's all like really messed up. But when he when he because when he takes that compound or whatever, that um, <clears throat> he's like injects himself with something. Uh, the the cake gets bigger at the end of it, so that's uh, kind of, of it. Yeah, I know it's a comic and stuff, but come on, come on. All right, Anthony. Okay. Sorry, and... <laughs> oh, the end. Any questions. The end.
2: I was waiting. <laughs> Is it my turn, Tony? Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah. So I there's a lot of options. I mean, in the past when I was first starting into comics, this would probably be in college. Um, so like mid 20, uh, 20s, 2000, the aughts, I guess you call them, the mid 2000s. Uh, yeah. Um, I got into Marvel Zombies back then. I thought that was really cool. Um, different concept. I mean, this is the heyday of my zombie experience. Left for Dead was coming out. Left for Dead 2 was, was out. Um, you yeah, got things like Last of Us comes out pretty soon after that. I mean, all these great zombie games. Uh, it was a little overdone. Too many people were making them, but whatever. Um, but actually one that I really, it's kind of a campy movie, but I like it, uh, blade. So, uh, you know, it's the idea of this more, less of a, necessarily an infection. Um, you know, his was this, the standard vampire, um, I guess, lore that's been used. But uh, I think specifically in the movie. It's a little bit strays from the comics concept itself, but uh, in the movie, it's kind of presented almost as like an infection of the blood that causes these changes into this. Um, I think in the third movie, they actually introduced the first vampire that all of the other vampires have come from. Um, I think this is, these are fun to watch, you know, with our little inside time where everybody's trying to find something new to watch if you haven't seen blade uh definitely give them a watch the first one is probably the best in my opinion uh they get a little campier as they go on especially when they add ryan reynolds in the third one um being his typical ryan reynolds self it is funny um but it loses some of its seriousness uh, i was looking up the relooking up the plot of it and it's uh fun i didn't realize that in the movie he's in detroit michigan so a little uh, local shout out to Michigan, of course. All bad things have to originate in Detroit, <laughs> yeah. whether it's viruses or RoboCop or whatever.
3: <laughs> I was going to say RoboCop, too.
2: Or <laughs> even... <laughs> um, uh. But with with Charles, actually tied in with Charles, where uh, he's had some encounters with Morbius. Uh, so Blade is a vampire hunter, and he actually, uh, in the comics, he's not a true... Uh, the term is called a dampier... And that's D-H-A-M-P-I-R. And a Dampier is a uh, perfect half-human, half-vampire. And it's from, uh, it's in Balkan's folklore is the origination. But uh, in the comics, his mother is bitten while giving birth to him. So he gets some vampire powers. And then Morbius eventually bites him. And that kind of creates more of a true half-vampire, half-human combo. Um... Kind of some fun stuff there. Uh, I think that Wesley Snipes, who plays him in the movies, did a excellent job of the dark, brooding Daywalker uh, going around and slaying uh, the evil vampires. Um, I, I like the virus aspect to it, less of the magic. I like the idea of a... You know, coming down to zombies, too, you have things like... Um, 28 days later and um, where it's more of like an infection and you're, you know, you're fighting zombies made from science, not necessarily magic zombies where their head is decapitated, but somehow the head is still biting. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. There's no nerve signals to be sent to the zombies, you know, mouth to bite uh, things like that. So even like breathing noises after that. Yeah. Yeah,
1: No lungs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> How was he doing
2: this? Um so I like the those. Um and then I'll you know, kind of as a second secondary uh with the zombies, uh probably my number one zombie pick and something I highly uh recommend everybody watch is Shaun of the Dead. Um I think it is a perfect combination of a little bit of levity um while also being kind of serious. It's I think it's a perfect Combo that they have are able to pull off in the movie where, um, like someone will die and you're laughing about it, but it's so sad and creepy at the same time. So, uh, you feel a little bad about laughing about it, I think, but it just seems appropriate because, uh, just a funny, funny film. You feel okay to do it. Uh, great ending, um, lots of emotions, turmoil, uh, also the source of the classic. Uh, let's just all go down to the Winchester have a pint and let this whole thing blow over Uh, don't do that don't go to your (laughs) local Winchester and have a pint Home and have a pint by yourself and wait for this whole thing to blow over
0: well uh, I was going to get into some movie recommendations later um, because I was going to stick to mainly comics right now and I know that Charles said that the easy road would be The Walking Dead which To be honest, yes, that is exactly like the simplest thing that comes to mind when you think of any sort of virus or outbreak, but I think it does need to be mentioned of how amazing that book was. It was like 16 years of just straight up good comics that ended almost always on like these cliffhangers that you're like, how could you keep coming up with all these scenarios? But when you honestly binge read through it, it just makes sense. So how he could just... I feel like he already had like 10 of them written and goes we're just going to end here because uh, this is going to make the readers want to come back and it truly did and that him ending it is just one of the greatest things I've ever um, seen someone do because uh, Kirkman could have been cashing this cow for many years to come but there's a couple other things uh, we had mentioned already Marvel Zombies and um, the recently from DC Deceased which also sees their kind of Zombie outbreaks one of the things though that I want to say that I feel is It's not really Virusy, but it kind of in a way dystopian future ish that I feel kind of fits in here is aliens Now xenomorphs obviously have to take over hosts But when they come to a place that has just you know some rural town or some space station and they start infecting a lot of people Dark Horse has so many great comics that are uh, the Aliens and Predators uh, genre that those definitely need to be uh, looked at during this time. Um, one of the things that go back to uh, through the X-Men universe, I mean, I know it's Marvel, but something that I don't think a lot of people think about is the Legacy Virus, a virus that mainly hit mutants and infected a lot of them, which went into some futures where you have strife uh being a clone of cable coming out and um you know where apocalypse has been and kind of part of what uh you know cable has to deal with and uh that's another great um not saying great virus but a great mechanic within the the x-men universe that can be good to read um one other big thing that um Uh, I think it's also something that people should pick up, especially because the whole series is done, from Brian K. Vaughn, Why the Last Man? Uh, Now, this this is a series where the Y chromosome uh, pretty much is eradicated in everything, except for two individuals. A
1: brilliant concept.
0: Yes, and (laughs) the the way that the women in the world uh, go about that, and it's it's a really great series i believe there's about 60 ish issues in it or so um
1: i think there's exactly 60
0: okay so then yeah i remember correctly and uh that's definitely one that uh i think people sometimes miss or don't think about but i truly think uh that would be probably my top pick right now for people that will have free time to read uh should pick that one up for sure linds what do you got
1: so i have crossed which is um from garth ennis and jason burrows um so this book is about uh a virus that causes people to um basically like give into their 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 evil and base desires so if you get this virus like you will kill people without even thinking about it and be become a cannibal and like kill babies and rape and pillage and stuff like that and it's and it's 100% just a side effect of the virus so and it and it spreads really fast this is something that just popped up out of nowhere and like all of a sudden like half of the world had this virus and countries had to think about things like uh, maybe we need to shut down all of our nuclear facilities because if these scientists get this virus, then they're just going to blow up the entire world and stuff like that. And it's, it's a really interesting, uh, concept because the people who get this virus kind of zombieish in their behavior, but they keep their full, like, mental capabilities so they can, you know, they know how to use weapons and, and even some of the more advanced ones, they can still interact and it reason and stuff like that. So it's a very good book. I mean, Garth Ennis is a master at creating something that's super terrifying. So I would totally suggest giving that one a read. It has multiple writers throughout the series. I think Garth just did the first ten. Um, but like Alan Moore did a run on it. Cy Spurrier did a run on it. It's just, just such a good book crazy book and it makes you think about like if you were to get this virus, what would you do? Like what's your what's your base evil self like? who would you kill? Like who would you go after? what 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 kind of shit would you pull if all of a sudden you were just like, oh, I can do whatever the fuck I want and all of the stuff I want to do is evil. Like how would that how would that look like in your life? It's just such an interesting concept just to think about. As a you asking?
3: Are you asking? That, Are you asking I mean, that? yeah. So, let's hear it. If you I, guys
1: yeah.
2: know. <laughs> I'd go after all those fake nerds who say, "I'm such a nerd. I'm such yes. You know, I'm a gamer." And I'd be like, "Fool!" You know, give them the questions that have you played this? Have you seen That's this right anime? Too. Have you read this comic book? Have you done this technology? And as soon as they said no, boom, stab right there. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I made you holy. All the fakes. <laughs> Tony, you would fail. you would well, fail. How so? I'm sorry. If, uh, if
0: I was infected
2: with this? Uh, no, no, no. If I was giving you the questions and uh, oh. I was proving your nerddom. Oh,
1: shit. He's fail. calling you a fake nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Fuck you. Start your own <laughs> podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to point
2: out, uh, so I've recently... Uh, been looking to um, start up a Dungeons and Dragons campaign, especially with us all having to live inside. Um, there's some great tools to do um, over the internet, uh, tabletop, really gaming in general. You can do, um, you know, a lot of standard board games and stuff like that. You can do over the internet with some of these tools, which is great. But I was looking to start up a campaign, and so I think it was Thursday that Tony and I uh, did some testing on um some stuff you know making sure video chat worked and making sure certain tools and drawing and stuff like that worked and uh unfortunately Tony's laptop was struggling to do uh two things at once <laughs> yeah. and so I was giving him some uh flack about the i it was really weird i've never seen this happen uh we did discord and uh, everyone uses Discord in the gaming world to chat. It's the you know the number one tool. And for whatever reason, his video came in perfectly fine, and his audio was like nine seconds delayed behind his video. Um, just because his computer was struggling, it could do the video, but it could do video and audio.
0: So. Well, this is coming through good right now. I just I think it was my laptop no.
2: sucked.
1: No, it's not. <laughs> I no. will say. <laughs>
2: In this case, Skype is prioritizing audio and that is perfectly fine because you sound you sound great, but you are oh, you're gonna
0: make me be embarrassed and blush.
2: <laughs> well well we went and see couple, it think, like, in your video.
1: <laughs>
0: well you'll see it in like three
2: minutes. Right. <laughs> I gotta say, Charles, I was thinking, I was like, Why does why does Charles look so great? Your gaming laptop, that's what you're calling us on, aren't you? Because yeah. you definitely have the highest quality stream uh, going on in my screen right now. So, you look the Part most... Part of
3: it's the internet, you know. <laughs> I I am not going to, like, brag about my internet, but it is not with Comcast, you know. So, take that, Comcast. He's like, it's
2: my neighbors, and I hacked their <laughs> router,
3: So <laughs> And they have I'm great God, internet. I, I guessed the password. I <laughs> don't the... <laughs> one,
0: one, two, <laughs> one, two, three. <laughs> uh. So, uh, something that Anthony was mentioning before, some uh movies about you know outbreaks and everything, and I've seen a lot of lists going I around.
3: The
0: last That's, a, I mean, that it hits the the point. That and, uh, and Contagion, but uh, a lot of people have been putting lists up that they're hitting the ones that most people have heard of before as their top and. I had kind of a different list of, sure, we've heard them because we're nerdy, but I don't know the general public, how many they have. Um, I have seen more people talk about 28 Days and Weeks Later, so I might take that off my uh-huh. list. Um, but both of those are great in what they are with the rage zombies and everything. But I got to mention Dread. Uh, that one is just amazing with Carl Urban. Um, I don't think... Judge Dread? Not not the one, not Judge the Dread. Yeah, just I mean it's just called dread. Yeah. Um, that one's so good. Uh, Taint girl would be another one. I mean, oh, okay. Uh, you know, post-apocalyptic, uh, terrible future. Um, Snowpiercer is excellent. Oh, uh huh. Um, and I, I, I and that one. I, don't... I think
2: we've talked about this with Snowpiercer, the weird connection to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory.
0: Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, we did. Weird. <laughs> Um, I think Dawn of the Dead. Some people have mentioned, but Land of the Dead is another one that not a lot of people, I feel, have watched. Cause within that one, there is a city. Uh, the zombies are already going on. You've got your day jobs of you know running, getting food, but you kind of know how to take care of zombies. But these zombies start showing some intelligence. Start showing some. They're going through their old, you know, ways, and I thought that's a really great Actually, movie. Actually, it
3: was. It was introduced... That concept was introduced... Um, they actually had the same zombie from Day of the Dead. In Day of the Dead, they were like underground, whatever, and they showed that the zombie could... When he had a gun in his hand, he would use it and try to point and pull the trigger against this like other military guy, and he saluted some dude, too. That same zombie was in Land of the Dead, in that little uh, run-down city-looking thing. Okay. Not the rich folk, but the other one.
0: Yeah, okay, that's cool. Um, rain of Fire... Uh, that's one. It's got a pretty all-star cast, and it didn't do too well at the theaters. But Christian Bale, yeah, Christian Bale. Uh, that's who I'm mainly thinking of. A uh, couple others in there, but it. Uh... Jared
3: Jared Butler.
0: Gerard Butler. Gerard
3: Gerard Butler. Uh,
0: pretty much about dragons coming back to life, and Andy McConaughey
3: is in that as well.
0: Oh yeah, the
1: bald.
0: All right, all right, like, all right.
1: Crazy. <laughs>
0: Um, the Mist is always a great one. Uh, yep. Nine. It's a... Uh, oh, interesting choice. Cartoon, That's but an excellent film. it's dark. It's good. It's beautifully made. I love that one. Uh, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World is also... A, I don't know if you'd call it a rom-com, but it's a disaster movie because pretty much they die at the end, but I thought it was a really good one. And then the last two that I uh, kind of have, uh, Waterworld, because well, <laughs> I personally still enjoy it. <laughs> my
2: favorites, man. <laughs> I grew up on Waterworld, classic '90s, like this weird. I mean, you look at the the '90s Batman movies too, and just movies in that in the '90s for whatever reason had this weird combination of like cool concepts. With really campy acting and dialogue mixed in, um, with some form of gritty or really cool costume and set design, and just the ham factor on
3: the actors really. Denpas is trying to be like serious in the movie, and Dennis Hopper is over the top. Yes, <laughs> over the top. It's really good though. I mean, I liked it a lot.
0: And then uh, my last one I have is Titan A.E. That is uh a Disney movie that not or actually I don't even know if that's Disney. I think it might be
2: Titan what? AE is yeah.
0: uh that was uh, uh I mean it's a kind of a cart old st- school cartoon with some CGI elements in it. Um ultimately 20th <laughs> What? 20th Century Fox?
2: Oh, not a Disney movie. Okay.
0: Well, it feels like one, but it definitely uh, did not do well at the box office. So not a lot of people have seen it, and it has a fucking kick-ass soundtrack. So um, people should really watch that one because it's really great uh, story. Uh, so so yeah.
1: I have a couple. Okay, Hold on. I have a couple. I watched a movie last night called "It's a Disaster." Um, it's not virus-based, but it's like germ warfare-based, and it's about this couple who get these couples that get together for brunch, and then this disaster happens, and they're stuck in the house together. It's super funny. It has America Ferrera in it. Uh, it was just a fun thing to watch. But my favorite outbreak movie is Cabin Fever, the original two thousand two oh, yeah. by Eli Roth. I fucking love that movie so much. Um, that would be my go to like shit going down movie.
2: Is that all you have for right now?
1: That's all I got. I mean, you named a bunch of other ones. Yeah. I would
2: also add uh, Army of Darkness. Um, yeah, but that's the I one that, that most people have seen. Um, I think so, but uh, I think we need to make sure that you have a little bit of humor uh, in our list. Uh, we're already in the dark despairs of our homes, so make sure to watch something a little funny if you're wanting to keep the theme, though, going forward.
0: Alright, uh, let's, let's get into some news that's going on. Now, originally I was thinking there wasn't a lot of comic book related news or nerdy news, but I mean, there is. Everyone is dealing with this virus right now in certain ways. Um, I'll start off with something that I know you guys don't really give a shit about, but me and some of my friends do, which is WWE and how they are now taping their shows without a live audience And <laughs> that should be interesting. It is interesting it's it, in such a way that it it's so weird it is watching it's watching a funny show without laugh tracks which is always great because you don't need laugh tracks but without that live audience kind of with the jokes it sometimes falls flat and this, You see them doing some moves that, you know, they'd get some cheers. So, like, they're kind of, like, pumping their arms in the air. Like, yeah, it's your... Oh, it is so, so weird. And with that, one of the biggest uh, things that uh, wrestling has for them is Wrestlemania, which is coming up uh, in, like, a couple weeks. They're actually still going through with it. This is something where they make millions on ticket sales alone and then merchandise and everything... And they're going to tape it, not in front of a live audience, instead of postponing it. Part of the reason people are thinking that they're doing this is because, A, the build-up to it has been going on for the last couple months. And then, secondly, I think they know that they don't know when they're going to be able to truly put on another big pay-per-view event. Like I said, they've been doing some of the Raw and SmackDown uh, without people. And so this is going to be without anyone in the audience either. But for the first time... Now, they've done this before. They had a Super Bowl halftime show where they wrestled... The Rock and Mankind wrestled in front of no one. But, again, this is a huge production that they normally have. And storylines come into fruition. They are going to pre-tape it. Which is a first time ever. They're actually pre-taping the next couple of SmackDowns and WWE Raw. Something that they don't like doing because then you know not the rumor mill but leaks happen and then you kind of find out who won or who did this or that but to pre-tape wrestlemania that they're also going to be doing over two nights it's going to be interesting at least in that world and i know many uh industries have been rocked um but this one being a weekly live show you know how they recover from that speaking of shows there is a lot of uh movies being delayed right now and know black widow has been delayed um as well as new mutants and mulan also have been pushed back pretty much any new movie that is coming out now is going to have a pushback theatrical release because they know you know they they could make some big bucks on that however there's some smaller movies that they certain movie studios know Hey, we're not going to probably recoup our money in the movie theater, anyways. And so they're releasing them digitally, which is kind of cool for people that want to watch something new that they haven't yet. This is where. You guys.
3: Like the Daily Show or whatever, or like with Trevor Noah or the. Yeah, everyone's Stephen Colbert. And they do it without a live studio audience. And you know, um, the Trevor Noah is like in his apartment right now. That's the only ones I've been watching because I just have paid attention less and so without laugh tracks without a live studio audience Stephen Colbert's show was like kind of sad like really really sad he had like just he had just the people that worked there sitting and listening and you couldn't even hear them laugh if they were laughing at all and he was just like yeah Um, and he was just like what what do (laughs) we call it Um, well he's great at improv but usually it's with somebody else or something you know based off of somebody or playing to the audience or something it was just really sad. I will
2: say The Daily Show with Trevor Noah uh, is actually not bad. The first episode, you really gotta just get over the cringe factor because you're so used to watching these shows and basically, you know, the jokes are funny but it's kind of that laugh is contagious thing where I already thought it was funny but I actually laughed out loud. Mm-hmm because other people were laughing out loud. You know, it's kind of that same mm-hmm. with going to a comedian show. If it was just me mm-hmm. in the audience, the comedian, I'd be like, aha, that would be my laugh at all the jokes. Yeah. I still think they were <laughs> right. very funny, but it's other people's laughter makes
3: you laugh, so it's <laughs> kind of weird to watch. They used to hire people just to go in there to laugh because of their outrageous laugh because it was uh, contagious. Like some yes. people, based on their laugh, they would have them in shows. Um, One person would be like, ha, ha, ha. You know that that kind of laugh, you know. It's the Joker, keeps yeah. Going <laughs> no, I mean, no, I mean, people actually they would like. Uh, what was the show? I was watching the making of some show. Okay, I can't think of it, so forget it. <laughs> but um, people were just hired to go in there and laugh. Cut it out, Tony. Like Will
1: do. Um, um, there's obviously a ton of comics that you can get for free right now to read while you are hold up at home. Um, Image is doing free number ones on their website. Top Cow is also doing free number ones on their website. Um, A bunch of creators are releasing all of like volumes of their comic books online. I think Jim Zub was one of them where you could go get um, the first two volumes of Wayward and one of his other comic books um lots of artists and writers just putting out individual books that you can read for free to keep people busy when they're uh at their houses so there's a lot of shit out there comic book wise that people can pick up and read right now
2: and a lot Um, of the big comics are also doing free trials and stuff with their like marvel unlimited um and then i forget which what dc's one is called but um They'll do, like, a seven-day or 14-day free trial. So at the very least, you can get all of those. You know, you'll probably have plenty of time to read. So on a Thursday or Friday, start up your trial and just get through a bunch of stuff in the weekend.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep, Neil Gaiman on his website. You can go read a bunch of his stuff. So if you guys haven't read anything from Neil Gaiman, now's the time, including his fan fiction story about David Bowie. (laughs) (laughs) which I think is a (laughs) must-read.
0: Some sad news. Uh, Free Comic Book Day is postponed until later in the year. they are looking at possibly October. Now, one of the big things with that, which I'm wondering, right now we're not seeing the repercussions of this virus yet because comic books are made uh, a couple months in advance before they go out. But there is going to be a delay, as well as comic book stores, they're not going to be wanting to order in as many, because even though you have people have their polis and everything, you're not going to be getting new people in the door anytime soon. And One thing
1: I did see, though, on that is the companies are making... Um, because normally, when a comic book store orders comics, you have like a very small window in which you can return things. Mm-hmm. And they're making comics that comic book stores order for like the next two months returnable, just returnable. Like you don't have to do it within a window. And like you, if you order ten copies of something and you only sell one, you can return those nine copies like three four months from now if you want to, which is nice.
0: I've seen a lot of also of the publishers doing discounts for retailers as well. So like, they're going to take obviously the big studios are going to take a hit if the comic book stores aren't buying them, but then the comic book stores will take a hit as well. So it's kind of a little bit of, uh, easing the burden on both sides. Um, I know that, uh, dynamite has said that, uh, they are for at least, uh, dropping in July, uh, only doing their top six titles and they're dropped in all merchandise sales, uh, pretty much to kind of, Relieve the pressure off of retailers uh, during this time so that you know people don't have to keep buying all these things, so they can kind of shelve some storylines and hold them. But that kind of goes back to with uh, Free Comic Book Day, usually that's when some of these big studios release a, a teaser or a part of a, an event that they're going to be doing. And if you push that back until October. What does that do to the event that might be coming out? Are they gonna p- postpone events? I don't know. What why you why are you laughing, Linz? I can see you laughing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you not see Charles?
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> it's fucking terrifying.
2: I don't know if you've noticed, he's changed like
1: four Oh times. I know. Yeah, he's, got, he's got an infinite number of hats, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just sorry. Playing
0: play to the Truly camera.
2: Terrifying.
1: Are we professional here? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Keep it together, lens. Jesus <laughs> Christ. It's this just is, a creepy fox. This is why eyeballs. we need a
0: mean person. This, this virus is ruining <laughs> our show.
2: <laughs> it's the insanity it's causing. That uh, is
0: true.
2: I have some more news. Okay. okay. Do it. Uh, This is more towards the gaming side. Uh, Some good, some bad. Uh, The bad is GameStop, which I don't think any of us will say, oh, no, GameStop's not doing something good. Um, No, I don't think anybody really has a uh, positive opinion. The only thing I have with
0: GameStop is I want them to still be around until August because that's where I bought my uh, dragon flute from, so uh, the flute dagger from Power Rangers. I pre-ordered that. So, yep. I don't want them to go under cuz I still want that. Uh they, they definitely won't
2: go under before that, I don't think. Um but they are uh California stores are all closing. Um <clears throat> but unfortunately, their employees will not be paid uh at all during the shutdown. So, this was a, a conference call leaked. Um that basically said uh, they actually were doing pretty well. Uh, game sales have gone up because of the coronavirus and everybody being inside, so buying consoles and Switches. Um, I, The one I've been talking about, uh, the Animal Crossing and Doom Eternal, that was this last Friday, those released, um, and I apparently forgot to finish my transaction when pre-ordering uh, my copy of the Animal Crossing Custom switch, but uh, I had to go through a third party to get that. Which segue, I'm just angry about it. I had to pay a little extra (laughs) to get it shipped in a reasonable amount of time.
0: I love that. Um, So Anthony had sold me his old switch, and I go, "You're not gonna play anymore." And he's talking about all these little extras that he'll get with this Animal Crossing one. But he also sold it to me two weeks prior to getting it, and I even was telling him, "What happens if Best Buy is closed?" He goes, "I'm breaking in there." And I texted him then. So did you get it? He goes, "No, I forgot to <laughs> click accept or whatever."
2: So they're uh, the unfortunate part is they're all uh, they were all pre-release orders that you had to do, um, and. It's a limited run, so literally nobody has just anybody sitting in, any of them sitting in store. 100% of them were pre-ordered from Nintendo, which is absolutely ridiculous, and is the biggest flaw I see with Nintendo, is that they always under-deliver. They're always below demand. Um, I get that you don't want to make a bunch of extra, but I guarantee you could have made a little bit larger uh, quantity, and they still would have sold all of them eventually, Um, But anyways, that's my complaint. Whatever. Um, I will
0: quick uh, say there's new news. Uh, GameStop is actually closing all their stores across the United States now. Um, Updated this morning. Uh, They're going to still be doing digital uh, basis and uh, curbside pickup at uh, stores and, and delivery, but the insides will be closed to customers now. So... That's not going to be just California. That's uh, nationwide.
2: That's what yeah, a lot of places are doing is curbside.
0: But go on with any other news you found.
2: Yep. Um, so other than that, as far as, uh, like I said, this uh, recent Friday was Doom Eternal. Um, highly recommended. It's very good if you like the Doom series. Um, there's also the Animal Crossing came out. Yeah. Um, Really, the the biggest thing, too, uh, I saw a nice little uh, graphic. I don't have it on me now, but it was talking about the bandwidth consumption and that a lot of people tend to talk about like gaming and things like that, consuming a lot of bandwidth. Uh, Gaming bandwidth overall, basically on every console, including PC combined, is around 1% of the bandwidth consumption that's being used by Americans right now with majority of it going to streaming services. So, you know, they're talking about people, uh, some people on Twitter and stuff are complaining about how the internet seems to be slower lately because more people are online gaming and stuff like that, when in reality the gaming is actually very, very low in bandwidth consumption compared to your 4K Netflix stream got running into your house. Um, make sure, with you being inside, you know what your internet plan is even if you don't necessarily have a limit you may have a throttle limit so with everyone in the house streaming more than usual right now make sure you check out your uh, internet service providers plan they might end up throttling you uh, if you're watching all your high-def stuff as well Mm, throttle me (laughs) it's not a good throttle Charles it means everything's slower and worse no such thing it's not
3: a good throttle
1: Uh, in non-virus-related news, um, it was announced that Rosario Dawson was cast as uh, Ahsoka Tano for The Mandalorian Season 2. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. Um, so excited to see her in there, especially with the ending scene of Season 1.
1: Oh, yeah. Very good. Yeah. I know. She's she's definitely a character that I think everyone has been waiting to see in a live-action form. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do <coughs> with her, and I love Rosario Dawson;
0: she's yes. a badass. So, uh, going back to some Corona news, uh, uh, Joshua Gad has been every night reading bedtime stories uh, on YouTube to uh, children, so you can listen to Olaf's voice. I mean, obviously it's it's him, but he played Olaf. Uh, And I thought that was kind of cool. And also, uh, J.K. Rowling has uh, stated that she is pretty much giving uh, open license for teachers reading Harry Potter online during this pandemic. Uh, One of the reasons why some of these people need to do this is because when teachers are posting links up on everything, there's very vicious uh, lawyers that will, you know, take it down. And her giving that permission pretty much is stating... Anyone doing this right now can do it and don't take it down. That doesn't mean that they won't be because the algorithms and everything are kind of shit. But I thought that's kind of a cool thing. And there's a lot more uh, people that have written books, as you already said, with Neil Gaiman and everything, that pretty much at this time and point care less about profit and more about, hey, let's just do things that we can do to calm people down and get people through this. Um so yeah, so I think that was really good. One the last thing that I have for news that is unrelated to anything, but I've been holding on to this for like a week and a half now. Um I guess there is a uh a cut of cats called the butthole cut. The butthole cut. <laughs> so we know that their their CGI for everything was the movie was put out before they even had some of that shit done. Like, I guess hands didn't look uh, morphed in the cats or people's feet like falling through the floor. Just all CGI stuff that could have easily been fixed pre-production that got missed. Well, there's a, a VFX a producer that um, was hired to CGI out all the buttholes a few months before this went to theater. Meaning... When they originally created this, all the cats had cat buttholes that you could see in the movie. (laughs) And now fans are demanding they want to see that cut because it's already the crappiest looking movie ever. Why not see it with cat buttholes? I mean, they
1: should. Cats have buttholes. They do. That's true. That, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rogen got real high and watched Cats and then live tweeted it, so I... Totally suggest people going and reading
3: that. On oh, yeah. his I saw Twitter. that. There's
1: some pretty good <laughs> That's definitely okay. a contender for bad movie night, for sure.
3: So combine the uh hole cut and the Seth Rogan at the same time. Yeah. Makes her a good night.
0: Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> um <laughs> I think so. Actually I lied, I have one other thing that this is just a more yeah. precaution, you know, so that people don't suffer. Uh HBO has uh, X Men: Dark Phoenix. Stay away from that. <laughs> That's all possible. There's gonna be plenty of people <laughs> okay. that are trapped inside, being like, "I can finally watch this movie." They're gonna watch it and be like, "Where's the closest uh, festival to go to?" Because yeah. I don't want to live in the. I'm gonna world. go lick some
1: things. Yeah. <laughs> is there a butthole cut for that
2: movie? <laughs> <laughs> are we just saying that we need what? We need a butthole cut for every movie now? Is that what this is? I <laughs> yeah. think so. So.
0: <laughs> Actually, do yourselves a favor and go back and listen to uh, a review of this movie that we had uh, done. Because yeah, that is all that you need to I know. Think
1: it's almost as long as the movie, so you could literally just run it as like a, a commentary during the movie. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
2: Really, an MST3K style that would work mm-hmm. out pretty well.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun.
0: So, you guys got anything else you want to bring up?
1: Um so I sent you guys a link for a comic book today. Uh the CDC put out a comic book like 2 years ago about infectious diseases and pandemics and I highly suggest everyone going out and reading it. It is terrible. In the way that educational comic books should be terrible Like, Mm. aren't, not great The story is not great But you know, when I read it two years ago I was like, this is super boring And I read it again today And I was like, this is informative So, (laughs) (laughs) everyone should go read it
2: It's still boring, but now it's applicable Right, exactly (laughs)
1: It's called the Junior Disease Detectives Operation Outbreak (laughs) And it's amazing
2: The Junior Disease Detectives
1: Yep, it covers getting diseases from animals, like the kid in the book gets the flu from his pig, because he's in 4-H. Like, it's just a crazy book. Uh, definitely go to the CDC website and read it. Wow,
2: just, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm playing this cool Centers for Disease Control and Prevention app. Yeah, I doubt that, that's cool.
0: <laughs> what, called Pandemic. <laughs> there have been so many references. Have you guys uh, never played Pandemic? That is a fun game. That is kind of.
3: Uh... I played it uh, on um, Thursday or Wednesday, and we just kicked its butt like real quick. and We were like, "Man, if only they would put us in charge of this uh, instead of Mike Pence."
1: <laughs> 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 uh,
3: who who made uh, like uh, an outbreak in what Indiana like far worse? Uh, an HIV outbreak how do you make an HIV outbreak worse than how do you like single as a one person unless you go around actually you know mm -hmm. going
0: back to the game uh, we all know that in the game (laughs) Greenville and Madagascar are the hardest to infect and both of those have been infected uh, with this virus so usually when you are able to or Greenland did I say Greenville Oh. Uh,
1: (laughs) Greenville, Michigan, and Madagascar?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Greenville, Michigan's hard to infect, man. <laughs> that rural town. Greenville,
2: Michigan, man, those people, they've got so much hand sanitizer up there, you don't even know. <laughs> um, uh, if you're looking for it now, for like a modern version, uh, it's called Plague, Inc. It's on Steam. Um, I'm sure it might be even pretty cheap right now. <clears throat> that is a, yeah. Uh, we missed
1: on your time. Yep.
0: So this is uh, all I have for this week um, It was uh, Obviously a bit uh, Different uh, We weren't as organized As we normally are uh, But Hopefully uh, in the coming. I week know, like,
2: Lynn's put on makeup She's pretty well I organized did. We all have hats, except for Tony I had my hat Tony had a hat,
0: hat. hat. I'm back again Uh <laughs> So we hopefully will be uh, doing these uh, still throughout uh, this outbreak, mainly because, well, this has always been between us four cathartic to, uh, to just talk about comic books and talk about the good things. So obviously we didn't really talk about new books, but again, who knows what's going to happen to the industry. Uh, there's still ongoing you know, news now, but when it comes to a halt... Um. also if just you know one of us uh, somehow might get infected or whatever praying that doesn't happen but we don't know what the future holds yet but uh, we're still going to be here to uh, bring you uh, comic book booze and news and uh, anything in between that we can do so hopefully everyone uh, sits tight and uh, stay thirsty for I don't really know what to
1: Long lengths of silence, I guess. <laughs> yeah, pregnant pauses. <laughs> I don't
0: know. I guess uh, for, for the for the good news uh, that hopefully uh, comes out of all of this. That's all yeah. I got. Until then, uh, keep your hands clean and uh, your distances six feet apart.
2: No touching. Keep your distances distant.